Barbara Levette awakened. It is said that dreams are a part of awakening, that a dream will come in the few seconds of awakening, or perhaps, as she herself had heard someone say, the awakening makes the dream. She clutched at the dream, trying to hold on to it as it faded, and then she heard a ship's foghorn from the bay, lonely and haunting, and the dream was gone. She reached for her bedside light and looked at her clock. Two o'clock in the morning, an odd hour. Usually she awakened at four and then lay in bed, struggling for more sleep, but rarely achieving it. For a few moments she lay quiet, eyes closed, listening to the foghorn. Then it was joined by another, and then a third. Was it a third? Or perhaps the first horn answering. The bay must be thick with fog, soaked in fog, and she could imagine a ship trying to slide through the Golden Gate. It could drop anchor and wait until the fog lifted, or at least until daylight. But recalling her father's years as a ship owner, she knew the price of a ship's day lost in passage. She dropped into memories. It was not hard to remember her father, his commanding voice, low and resonant and still at times amazingly gentle. Then true awakening came, hard and sharp, and her body responded to the sound of a footstep outside her bedroom door. Barbara stiffened, fear quickening her heartbeat, fear that she tried desperately to control, clenching her fists and easing herself. The old house was full of sounds, boards creaking, boards tightening in the cold air of night, and possibly she had heard no more than that. She was not easily given to fear. Her life had been too violent, too shredded. She had resisted the parade of salesmen who had tried to sell her this or that security system. I have nothing worth stealing, was her response. She was 69 years old, and she had consistently rejected the notion offered by her friends that she should keep a gun in the house. The sound again, and this time she was certain. It was a footstep, no doubt about that. She leaped out of bed, threw on her robe, and reached for the telephone. The bedroom door opened, and a voice said, Lady, don't pick up that phone. He had a gun in his hand, not pointed at her, but simply held as an exhibit. He was a tall, slender man, blue jeans and a black sweatshirt, a mask with eye holes and tightly curled hair cropped close. Dark skin showed beneath the mask. He wore sneakers. Barbara was herself now. She heard his words against the lonely hooting of the foghorns. Her hands had stopped shaking. She pushed her white hair away from her face and tried to speak calmly. What do you want? I'm a thief. What do you think I want? Open your robe. Why? I want to see what you look like. I'm 70 years old. Shit, lady. Do what I tell you. She opened her robe. Staring appraisingly at her body, visible through the thin nightgown, he nodded. You're stacked, he said approvingly. I have AIDS, she said.